Everybody, it's John and Connie here on the podcast trying something different. Um, I've been trying to get Connie to follow up on her new podcast channel. It's called Great Good, good, good Grief. Good grief. <laughs> and what's good about grief? Uh, I don't know. Good Friday. What's good about Good Friday? Good means special, I guess. I don't know. Holy different set apart. So grief. Anyhow, Good Grief is her new podcast. Please go over there to Good Grief and give her a follow and a five star rating. But, you know, my wife is so busy. And the only way I could set to do the only way I can get her on here is to come to the bathroom while she's taking a bath because <laughs> she's laying in the tub uh, and I'm sitting on the toilet next to her with the equipment. So this is the bath the uh, bath cast. The uh, <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know, I can't get you in the studio. I'll just sneak in here in the bathroom. So we went to. We had been listening to, accidentally got into listening to a true crime podcast. And I used to be a police officer and Connie uh, is a nurse. And we both like a good mystery. Well, a lot of people uh, don't even know what podcasting is. Like there's a lot of people that aren't even aware of what a podcast is that would really enjoy it, I think. Because it's like, like old time when you didn't have television you could they would sit around the radio and listen to people talk or you know dramas or whatever and it was the favorite family time for them yeah i remember we went through a real bad time about 10 10, (laughs) i'm trying to think of which bad time it was you remember uh when we had to move to chelsea we got run out of town, lost everything, and had to kind of start all over in Chelsea. And we had a little house there, and um, we didn't have any money. I don't think did we have, could we even afford cable for a while. I don't remember. I just know it. Yeah, it was a it was a very thin time. Yeah, it was. Uh, Which is not a bad thing. Cause no, you it ain't. Learn how to learn how to pull together and develop different habits and. So your entertainment becomes each other sometimes, or... Well, I I remember sitting there, and we had some family over, and we just sat outside at night and talked for like two or three hours. You could hear the crickets and all the locusts, and the, you know, it was just, it was wonderful, and I thought this is how people were in the Depression. They had three and four generations in one house, and they would share stories, and, and it was wonderful. So that's kind of what podcasting is to me. But we went to Washington, D.C. on vacation. Actually, we went up north on vacation and ended up in Washington, D.C. And I had not been to D.C. since Reagan. And I had never been. You'd never been. Had Lee been? Lee had never been. Me and Lee were so excited to see the Capitol. So we went, and uh, it was a very, very frigid, cold January morning. And the city was cleared out. Yeah, wasn't it for some? Oh, I don't know why, but it was it, the weekend and everybody had gone home. They all the, but it was the pro life rally weekend. It was right after that, and the city just after all of that, they just evacuated. It's a freaking ghost town. You could park right in front of the White House on Pennsylvania Avenue, mm-hmm. and so uh, Connie 
Connie and Lee. We wanted a vendor hot dog. Yeah, they wanted these <laughs> hot dogs, but I, you know. And there's vendors everywhere, but I just had to. Hang, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so they didn't want to get out and walk around. And so they dropped me off in well, front we of. couldn't get out and walk around. Okay. Our son Lee was very sick and uh, he was unable. He didn't want to ride around in a wheelchair, which I don't blame him, but I didn't mind pushing a wheelchair because I'm always. Got a selfish motive of it's a good workout. Push somebody weighs two hundred and fifteen pounds around in a wheelchair all day. It's a good workout, good cardio and everything. So uh, anyhow, he wouldn't get out. Connie wouldn't get out. It was too cold. So I jumped out of the car at Pennsylvania Avenue and went to the White House. And I stayed there about half an hour. And then I came back and I was waiting for them to rendezvous and pick me up. I, they were looking for a hot dog. And so um, while I was there, I saw that church that Trump walked over from the West Wing to that church that had been burned. Remember, is it St. John's or something? I just looked at it and I was thinking, that looks like that church Trump went and did the Bible thumping at, remember? And I where walked over. The Bible down. Yeah, where he had the Bible <laughs> upside down and backwards and and all that. <laughs> and it was the place, but you picked me up there and you said, before we go, I got to have a hot dog. Because, you know, you have Nathan's hot dogs up in New York. Did you ever get one there? No. Oh, well, I've had Nathan's hot dogs, but I don't. I don't you didn't them. care for one. No. So she wants a hot dog from the hot dog vendors, and there's like, Okay, now listen to this, okay? I did not realize this while we were in D.C. For it, it, but every single building there around the mall looks the same, okay? <laughs> and there's these black iron wrought fences everywhere, and all the number streets look the same. And then you got the mall, and you got the Washington Monument. And depending on where you turn and drive, that monument can go from in front of you to behind you, to your left, to your right, like you're in a... It's on a grid, yeah. Kind yeah. of, kind of. Well, the whole thing revolves around that rectangle mall. Right. Like right. a giant football field. Which is an easy piece of a puzzle to, to fit. Well, nobody told me that. <laughs> I just watched movies and see the White House, and, you know, I never knew what went where. So when you get there, it's kind of surreal. And it's like, wow, we're, we're, this is a... This is a real place. You know, all we see on the news is just a shot of the White House. And because Biden's in there, I ain't, you know, I wouldn't care about, I didn't care about seeing it, but we went. So Connie wants a hot dog, so I'm driving with Lee, and Connie's in a passenger seat, and we pull up to a vendor. And there's, you know, like 800, we said it was a ghost town, but that by that time, there was hundreds of people milling about. And all. so Connie says, I'm going to get a hot dog. Look, this woman jumps out of a partially moving SUV without her cell phone. Because when she jumped out of the truck, she cuts in front of me and runs. You should see Connie jogging. Connie's jogging through an intersection to go get in this line to get a hot dog. So I'm thinking me and Lee's going to go around the block a couple of times and you'll flag us down with the hot dogs, right? Isn't that what people do? Can I, can I say my piece? Yeah. So, first of all, something you need to know about John. If you go on a trip with him, you better have an empty bladder and a full belly. 
and never ask him to go through a drive-through, whether it be a bank drive-through or a fast food restaurant. And why is that? Because he is short on uh, No, it's because you have, you can complicate any order. This is my story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, so knowing that about him, having lived with him 38 years. 39. I know that if we come to a complete stop, and I grab my phone in my purse and take that amount of time, he's gonna start screaming that there's people behind him, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. So when I see the vendor, it's sitting on the corner of the Smithsonian. But that was not the Smithsonian, baby. The Smithsonian is a huge thing. There's that was not. Buildings. It was the Daughters of the American Revolution. Well, okay, anyway. On the right, you've got the Washington Monument. On the left of this corner, you have the Smithsonian Institute, or whatever, and it's very and what distinctive color is building. Hang on, it's, it's not Every building there is white marble. They're not distinctive. This it's is, the same building. This is my story. Go ahead. So, I jump out and say, I'm gonna run over there and get a hot dog, circle the block. Without your phone. Come get me, right. Is it wise you jump out? No. And one of the world's to... largest important cities with no phone? But I knew that if I took the time to grab my purse and not just the cash in my pocket and my phone, that you were gonna start having a conniption. So I jump out and I run over there and I say, circle the block, come back and get me. Knowing that you got the monument on the right of this red light and you got this big dark building. Kind of, that's if you're going around the Washington Mall, that direction is always on your right. Everywhere you go, that monument's fit on your right. Well, I just have to say, why didn't my police husband look at what corner he was on? Because uh, <laughs> I did not realize that every single street corner around the mall had a hot dog vendor, a white marble building, like a black to see fence. You that report. I did. I absolutely did. But so you didn't know the I got, streets. I got scared. I got scared because me and Lee did about 40 laps around the Washington Mall, right? Mm -hmm. And no sign of Connie anywhere. I know she was wearing like a plum-colored coat. It was freezing. It was freezing. The wind was blowing. Oh, my gosh. My hair was whipping around my head. My nose was red. I was, was aggravated red. for the first five or ten minutes. Oh, After that, I started getting worried. Yeah. After 30 minutes, I broke <laughs> out my rosary. After 45 minutes, I called 911 because I'm thinking, does my wife not have the common sense to ask someone to use their cell phone to check on where we are? Are we okay? Did Lee have a seizure, a stroke? Because let me tell you something, uh, that was a three-time-a-day event with Lee. <laughs> you know, we're in D.C., you don't have a phone. You could have gone to anyone. There's like have courtesy you people. Have what's left in Washington? Cur yes, yeah. Oh, DC's kind of scary. There's parts of it that's third world, right there by the White House and the Capitol. Anyway, There's I waited so long on this corner that my hot dogs froze and I ended up trashing them. They were awful. You couldn't even bite into them. Cut it in my store. They literally, uh, yeah. Go so ahead. I'm thinking about all the true crime, crime podcasts and I'm thinking, my poor sweet wife Connie is going to be an episode, <laughs> you know, on Crime Junkie or, or Serial or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. there's going to be some ID Discovery movies and 
and uh, all that. And I'm really worried. And I'm thinking, my gosh, how does my wife vanish in Washington, D.C. in plain sight? How long were you gone before you finally... I finally found a Rastafarian-looking man, and he actually... What's Rastafarian? Is that like a... Dreads, and he was very, very sweet. He like had, Bob, Mar Bob Marley? Yep. As a matter of fact, that's what he was selling. He had a big table laid out with all these T-shirts, and he was very kind. He let me use my phone, his phone. Did you have any weed? Did you hear any weed while you were with Bob? Mm -mm, no, I had frozen hot dogs. Okay, so you asked him to use your phone, mm -hmm. and you his called him. His phone, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what the police asked me when I said my, look, when I called 911, I said, hey, my wife, uh, I can't find her. She got out of the truck to get a hot dog without her phone, and we have not heard from her or seen her in close to an hour, and we've been driving, driving, driving. I gave a description. The police department was going to meet me at the intersection of C. I remember that. You hear? Mm-hmm. Street C by the Daughters of the American Revolution, not the Smithsonian, okay? Anyhow, you know the first question they asked me? Huh. Sir, does your wife have mental problems? Do you know why she <laughs> asked me that? Because what same person jumps out of a moving car <laughs> in heavy traffic with no phone, no purse, and then you don't hear from them again? I was really scared, kind of. I got my rosary out in public. <laughs> I'm not a public rosary prayer, praying God. You know, I don't, I don't pray. I don't pray to be. I mean, I know people aren't praying to be. Some of them are praying to be seen, but I pray in my closet, yeah. right? So, but I broke out the beads and I'm praying the rosary. <laughs> I'm telling Mama, you know, where's my, where's my wife at? I need some help here. Well, lo and behold, I see a strange number on my phone. So I answer it and it's her. Where you at? Where are you? I'm right here. <laughs> and I finally find her and she hops in the truck and I laid into her. I gave her a good tongue lashing. <laughs> then she gave me one and then she chunked the hot dogs out the window. She threw them away. You didn't even eat your hot dog. It was frozen. You could have kept them and put them in the microwave at any convenience store. <laughs> huh? Good idea, huh? No, because you don't stop long enough to even TT. <laughs> yeah, the reason I don't stop for this crew is you talk about effing up an order at a drive through I mean, they, they can turn That's it in. True. It is true. You cannot go and get a hamburger without causing chaos in that whole kitchen. <laughs> Tell me. Well, if I'm paying for it, I want what I want, and I'll order what I want, but you have no patience. Honey, you talk 100 miles an hour, at the drive, and you're talking so faint that no one can hear you, and you're talking so fast like this, and they have to ask you to repeat your order like 30 times, plus you're from the South. Well, my only surviving witness to your lack of patience and your weirdness is gone. So um, two of them are gone. He may be gone, but the video ain't gone because I got it all on video and tape and pictures, and I'll put it all on YouTube when I come back on YouTube in a couple of weeks. But just want to share that fun story with you, and and uh, I'm going to Washington D.C. next week. You know that next weekend. Well, just remember something. What? Look at the streets and avenues so that you know where you are. Um, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> If you're going to jump out of a car in New York City or L.A., have your phone with you. And you simply 
call me and say, hey, where are you at? That's all you had to do. Mm-hmm. You, and you waited closer an hour before it entered your brain to call me. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't get. You know, that's what Lee couldn't Maybe get. Oh, <laughs> you know, that went through my mind. You know, <laughs> that went through my mind. What if this was all planned? She's getting lost for good. On purpose. She's going to. She gonna. I wasn't gonna say shag old John, but that that's something else. And in the, in the uh, but you're just gonna dump, ditch me and go, right? <laughs> ditch me, and go find you a senator to marry up to. But Lee was there, so. Okay, so we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye.